Ah, what a beautiful day to celebrate those who embrace all walks of life. The bluebed kind of guy. From the tradies and crypto traders to the manscapers, landscapers and park footy fourth raiders. We get around them all. We've been to Paris, Dubai and Rome, but prefer Pakenham, Doombin and Randwick. And from the land down under, we love an underdog. Like the little Aussie battlers batting above. That's why you bet with Bluebet, the true blue Aussie bookie. Gamble responsibly. Call 1 800 858 858. Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why, our afternoon sport racing bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. Tim Gilbert here, and I'm joined by my racing journalist. Colleague, News Corp colleague, Matt Jones, you'd know him from news.com.au and also pro punter Brad Miller, otherwise known as at Horse Miller 3. How are you, boys? G'day, Tim. Hi, Tim. Today on the show, we'll have a look at four races, two in Sydney, two in Melbourne. We'll have $100 from Bluebet to put on a horse or a number of horses that we might think will do well in those particular races. We'll have a quaddy in Sydney, a treble in Melbourne, and our best bet of the day, Big Show. All right, lads, let's start. $100 from Bluebet. Flemington, race five, the Maccabi Diva, of course, group one. And I was down at Cranbourne the other day interviewing Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr. And I just think this I'm Thunderstruck will win. I know the price is not big. Um, I think it's around that $2.50, $2.60 on Bluebet. But the way that uh, I'm Thunderstruck finished in the Memsey the other week, roared home. Um, also, obviously, it's heading towards that Cox Plate trajectory. Uh, I like I'm Thunderstruck. I'm going to pop 100 bucks on the nose. $2.35 with Blue Bet. Brad? Yeah, small field, but it's stacked with talent. Um, I'm Thunderstruck was enormous in the Memsey. He's back a better horse this time in. Flemington 1600 is great for him, but just gate one and the small field and his second up record isn't flash. So just for me at that price, I'm probably going to shop around him. Uh, Cascadian's another one much better suited getting to Flemington and to 1600. Alligator Blood uh, loves Flemington, one of CS Hayes and an Australian Guineas as a three-year-old. No luck in the Memsey, held up at a key stage. Might have just cost him a placing there. He looks to control it from on speed and sort of gets every chance. Uh, just wondering, does he have the class at 1600 against this sort of opposition? And She's Ideal is probably the best Ruffy. Some of her best form um, is over this trip and fresh. Finished close up behind, very elegant twice. Um, once of those first up in a wink stakes and again, 1600 second up last prep. She actually beat home Cascadian in that wink stakes too. And she's had a stable switch to the Kieran Ma David Eustace team. Um, I expect that to have her wound up for this. The jump out was good. I actually nearly included her in my uh, my plays with my $100, but the price has just gone off a little bit, and I'm pretty keen on another one here. It wasn't the eye-catching run that attracts the attention after he went forward in the Memsey and faded late, uh, but Western Empire ran a very similar figure first up last prep before exploding second up to win the Group 1 Railway Stakes. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go back and have a look at the replay. He camped fourth in run before peeling out from the 400 and just brained them um, with a with a clear per, uh, career peak performance there. From gate five, I'd expect he lands just behind the speed doing no work. And if he produces that same turn of foot here, uh, they won't even see which way he went. So I'm going to have my full $100 on number seven, Western Empire, around that $657 mark of Bluebet. Um, what, do you, what do you think, Matty? 
Gee, have you copied my notes here, Brad, or what? Um, <laughs> everything I've written down, you've basically said. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I'm Thunderstruck. Obviously, great first start, but 220, I'm Thunderstruck on Bluebet versus $6 Cascadian. I just think that's too big a gap between those two. Um, Cascadian is better suited now. Three wins at the mile, ticks all the boxes. Did get slightly held up first up. It wouldn't have made any difference to its uh, third placing, but it would have maybe finished a touch closer. I'm Thunderstruck was super fresh and has raced well second up. I've gone through the second up runs because on paper doesn't look like the horse races as well second up, and it doesn't, but it's still thereabouts just without winning. Um, wet track, if it does happen, is a bonus. I just think I'm Thunderstruck second up just might be, not have second up syndrome, but just might not be quite as good as he is fresh, and then he gets better as the prep goes on again. Um, Alligator Blood, the five-length loss is misleading, held up in the last 100 metres. Alligator Blood has four second-up wins. And, yeah, she's ideal. Um, i got she's ideal in my top four. She's run within a quarter of a length of Very Elegant and the Chipping Norton not that long ago. Um, All her forms around Duas. Um, in Tancred's Australia Cups, she's running Apollos. Um, first up, she might produce something here at $34 on Blue Bet. But I'll have my 80 to win on Cascadian. But I just at, at the $34 on Blue Bet, I have to have 10 each run. She's ideal as well. Barrier four gets the ideal run. The jump outs were really good in the hands of the leading trainers. So has to be overs. She's ideal. But I still think Cascadian can get the job done. All right, the next race we're going to look at is race eight in um, Melbourne. It's a very open affair, isn't it? The Bobby Lewis quality over 1,200 metres, Brad? Yeah, there was another roughie here I nearly included in my strategy. Um, Rockin' Horse won the new market last preparation, Kiwi visitor, and um, I thought was actually pretty good late there at the Valley uh, in a decent sort of race. And the price has just gone off a little bit. It was $23. I think she's into about $14 now. So I'm just going to let her go. Look, there's plenty of punters who will have given up on this horse. They've probably given her life. But um, when running first up down the Flemington Strait, Swats that is in the elite category. She's had two high rating performances in Group 1 Lightnings first up. And she has a second to nature strip at the track and distance at Group 1 weight for age level. The 1,200 first up is the obvious new test for her to overcome. Um, but she's looked great at the jump outs. And importantly, there's been a stable switch to the Mar and Eustace camp. And they can do anything. So she's Group 1 place. But I'm thinking a Group 2 win would look pretty good on the CB as a future broodmare. Um, and this isn't the strongest of Group 2. So I'm going to have my main bet on her. $65 a win around that six six fifty mark. I wouldn't be surprised if the Mar market finds her with with a few of those um, sort of indicators and the other one I like is another um, Bob Peters um, ex you know WA uh, galloper eight stage man super first up running a new career peak with limited galloping room gets a little weight swing in his favor now and the big thing with him is he improves his rating second up every single prep uh, blinkers go back on as well and if he bounces off that first up run as you'd expect he'll give this a huge shake so i'll have 65 a win swats that and 35 a win on the eight stage man around that nine ten dollar mark for similar collects yeah there's some value in this race isn't it race eight flemington i'm going to go with the queensland connection tony golan zara here as well on board 14 dollars baller uh, number five 
um, out of out of the one. Sort of back from a let up and, and won that last trial at Doombin. Very strong resuming, winning three times when uh, when fresh. So uh, I'm going to have fifty each way, fourteen dollars with Blue Bet Baller. So uh, what do you think, Matt? Yeah, I like the way Stageman's coming into this. Um, much better for the runoff. A very long break um, in the Aurora's Star last start when he was held up. Didn't really get a good crack at him and still ran on to, to run within less than a length and a half of serious suspect and went past shooting for gold with ease. Um, fires second up. Uh, you'd like to think that the horse would take a heap of improvement out of that first up run and not have the second up syndrome. The career record says he doesn't. He can run the second placing though, but... Um, I think just at the price on Bluebet, he's $8 compared to $5 favourites. What's that? Or who ticks all the boxes. This isn't the hardest race this horse has been in. Um, run against Nature Strip and Home Affairs and, and horses like that. And and, and does run um, pretty well at the track and distance. Um, shooting for gold is a very fit horse, but was beaten, um, you know, did come out and win last start, but was beaten fair and square by Stageman two runs back. And two Tories, the straight track specialist, um, $19. Hasn't won for a while, but has raced again. Oakley Plates, Newmarkets, TJs, all aged. Much better races than this. And a record up this, the Flemington Straight is four wins. So um, at the price on Bluebet at the $19, it's nice value, but... I'm going to have my $100 to win on stage, man. Reckon he's ready to fire. Group two in Sydney, $100 for Bluebet. Run to the Rose, the Furphy run to the Rose over 1200 Boy, Brad, there's some good horses in this race. Yeah, obviously heading towards the Golden Rose. I'm respecting Natuno uh, and the filly in secret who brings a bit of different form. Look, I might be way off here, but I'm going to be shopping value again with these three-year-olds and two of the three that I'm going to be backing are Annabelle Nisham runners. Uh, the, my main bet in the race is going to be on number three, Swiss Exile. I like the fight. He showed fresh. Um, he's opened a significant improvement second up with the rising trip to 1,200 metres. Um, he'll be forward in run again, and I think he'll give a good sight this time. So I'm going to have $50 a win on him at around that $10 mark with Blue Bet. Uh, my next bet in the race uh, is the six sweet ride. Produced a figure absolutely out of nowhere to win the, the San Domenico. Uh, he was really strong on the line and he just needs to repeat that and there's no reason he can't win again. Um, yes, he had a fitness edge there and meets some two kilos worse off, but he was pretty dominant and I just can't let him go at this price. Like he's $18, $20 and he, and he flogged most of these. So... Um, and that price compared to like a best of Bordeaux at around 350, you know, 380 or whatever he is, um, I've got to have something on him. So I have 30 a win on him. And the horse that I probably like the most in the race um, is the four Prometo. I think his run was as good as the favourite best of Bordeaux in the San Domenico. And he's, what, $35 versus 33 50 380 So he was slow into stride there. Uh, when working into the race, turning for home, he was held up and bumped into Bonner's notches when trying to get clear running. I loved his work once he balanced up again late 
He's a big, strong colt with a beautiful action. I think he'll he'll be at his best at 1,400 plus. So the 1,200 might still be a little bit sharp for him. I like him in a race like the Caulfield Guineas, uh, but I don't want to miss him if he was to win here at, you know, at a big price. So I'll have $20 a win on him as well, the four Prometo. Number 11, In Secret, you mentioned it there or mentioned her, Brad, there, out of the three, uh, loves the cut out of the ground. I know failed to win as a favourite last start at Randwick, but I, I think the job will be done here for James Cummings, Tommy Berry. $4.80 with Blue Bet, In Secret, number 11. I'm going to have my 100 on the nose there, Matty. Good race. Um, found some value here. I just can't believe the price Sajardin is at $9.00. On blue, but I know it's drawn wide, barrier 10, which is generally a big no-no at the um, at the 1,200 metres Rose Hill start. But um, Collett's on. He'll ride this horse dead cold and look for him to explode late. Um, I've been on the record trying to get a lot of a lot of info out of Gary Portelli about Sajardin, and um, he hasn't directly said it I don't think on the record and he hasn't said it to me but I can tell by his body language and the way he talks about this horse he thinks he will, this horse will be his best three-year-old even though Fireburn won two legs of the triple crown including the golden slipper um, last prep he wants to get Sajard into a cox plate thinks the horse is an absolute star so um, the wet track shouldn't concern him although it is first up the rain is going to start clearing um leading up to the races um, on Saturday. But I just think that $9 Sajardin can't get away from him there. Best of Bordeaux, um, I th- you know, hanging around the connections after the first up run, um, they were left a little flat. James McDonald was trying to be positive about the run. Um, but I think that's, you know, the jury will be out after this run. Horse needs to really step up. But I, I, I just think it's too good a horse not to give another chance to. Um, in secret as well with some fitness on its side I thought it was un- obviously luckless first up um, a couple of nice wins in its first prep heading the right way about things um, has a win on the heavy even though she's by I Invincible whose progeny sometimes don't heavy heavy tracks too well um, and Fireburn I mean I just can't leave Fireburn out you know what she did last prep was amazing. I think she was unlucky in not winning the Triple Crown. Um, and she handles wet ground and dry ground too. She's not just a wet tracker. A lot of trainers in Sydney are off, you know, off the record are saying that they don't believe she'll come back any good, not just because of the slipper curse, but because she got favourable conditions in the autumn. But she has wins on good ground too. So I just don't want to leave her out despite a poor trial form. But at $9, I'm going to plonk my $100 on Sajardin. $9 on Bluebet. I reckon that's a nice price. Yeah, that'll be nice dinner for the family if that comes off, uh, with little question of that. All right, the fourth race that we have $100 from Bluebet on is the Fujitsu General Theo Mark Stakes, 1,300 metres. Another decent field here. We've got the Golden Eagle winner, Colding. Hasn't done much recently, but uh, Kementari's there. Lots of good horses. I was with uh, Bjorn Baker earlier in the week for Racing Dream, sat down, and look, he's got lots of half-decent horses in work at the moment. And uh, I will go with Prime Candidate, uh, lightly weighted, uh, faded from um, that, that forward position to finish just off the winner last start at Ramwick. But I think at $11, I like Prime Candidate, Blue Bet, $50 each way. Number 12, race 
eight, Brad? If the tracks are soft five or better, uh, Jamea's in the game, <laughs> number 10. Her previous second up ratings would win this. The only problem for her is they were at Randwick and she's a back marker, so Rose Hill might not be her go. I ended up landing on the four, Mr. Mozart. Uh, he was a surprise winner over Artorias on this day in the Expert Plate last year. That was a good track at Flemington, but he scored three wins on end at Group 2 and Group 3 level through the autumn, all on wet tracks and all huge career peaks. He's a superior wet tracker, but that doesn't mean he can't win on an improving surface. Soft track trial win was outstanding, under no riding, loomed up outside and went straight past Ellsborg. Cross Talk was also in that trial. Uh, good track trial prior was okay. He beat Ellsberg in that as well. Uh, maps for a lovely run, stalking the speed, and I'm interested to see what level he can get to. He, he might be sort of a Group 1 handicapper this spring, so I'll have my $100 a win on number four, Mr. Mozart. Okie dokie, buddy. What about you, Matt? Uh, depending on track conditions, um, we this one, if, if the track is in the soft range, I'll go with Jamea. I think the, uh, the prices have had this race picked out for her for a long time as she heads towards a Golden, um, golden Eagle um, campaign. I don't like on a heavy, though. If it does get in the heavy, I want to be all over Ellsberg. Um, handles the wet superbly. Has won four from four fresh, and you look at that and think, well, that, that stat doesn't lie, and it doesn't. But talking to the co-trainer, Sterling Alexio, the other day, he said, just keep in mind, we've, without you know patting themselves on the back too much, they've pl- they placed that... They've placed that horse very well first up on a number of occasions. They thought they found some really soft and easy races. So, um, But again, the record doesn't lie. It still fires fresh. So soft track Jamea, I want to be on for the 100 to win. Um, heavy track Ellsberg. So see what see what it comes up just before the race. Um, Mr. Mozart's a danger, no doubt about it. Um, with the consistency, um, $3.50. Yeah, it's about it's a touch short maybe. On blue bet and just at huge odds, twenty six dollars. Big boy Roy hasn't won first up, but has run six placings from eight starts. Might be a knockout chance. Yeah, it's interesting to have a look at this weather because um, I'm where I am. I'm not too far from Rose Hill, and the rain seems to have have stopped. And it doesn't look, as you mentioned, like there's much else about. It should fade this afternoon and tomorrow's all clear. Tomorrow's 20 degrees and fine. It's a soft five at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see how it pulls up tomorrow the track at Rose Hill Gardens. Next, we've got our quaddy and our treble. Ah, what a beautiful day to celebrate those who embrace all walks of life. The Bluebed kind of guy. From the tradies and crypto traders to the manscapers, landscapers and park footy fourth raiders. We get around them all. We've been to Paris, Dubai and Rome, but prefer Pakenham, Doombin and Randwick. And from the land down under, we love an underdog. Like the little Aussie battlers batting above. That's why you bet with Bluebed, the true blue Aussie bookie. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Alrighty, let's have a look at this treble at Flemington, Brad. Let's start with race seven. Yeah, first leg, the Mayor's race, the Let's Elope Group 2. I'm pretty keen on the five, kiss on all four cheeks here. Uh, she flies second up, peak figure at the track and distance second up last prep. Um, I'm thinking she'll be winning. 
Uh, the danger of the race is the six flying mascot. Battled on really well first up. Set for the Empire Rose on Cup Day, so she'll have natural improvement, but she'll be peaking later on. Um, but uh, she gets a great map on speed, and and she'll really give them something to run down. So I'll just go with those two. I'll take the uh, the five and the six in League One. The quaddy in Sydney starts with race seven, Matt. Yeah, we've <clears throat> obviously touched on it with the run to the Rose. Um, pretty simple. Best of Bordeaux, Sajardin. Fireburn and In Secret, just those four I'll put in. So my numbers are going to be 1, 2, 7 and 11, hoping Sajardin gets up for $9 for the first leg. Race 8, second leg of the treble? Yeah, the Bobby Lewis. So the three that we discussed earlier, uh, I've got the 12 swats that, the 8 stage man, and I will throw in the 4 rockin' horse um, just for a bit of extra value as well. Okay, uh, we've got the Theo Marks as the second leg of the Quaddy in Sydney. Um, you've already given us your thoughts there, Matty. Yeah, um, have to put the first three favourites in, Mr Mozart, Ellsberg and Jamea. And outside of that, um, like I said, Big Boy Roy at $26 might be the knockout, but I just can't see anything beating those first three. I'm slightly worried about Rustic Steel um, at $15, but talking to Chris Lees, he seems to, you know, there's bigger goals in mind, so maybe I'll leave him out and we'll just put the the others in. So three, four, six and ten. This uh, race nine in uh, Melbourne is a is another very open affair, isn't it, uh, Brad? Uh, Tijuana and a few of these other horses, six fifty, seven bucks. Yeah, another good little race. The Exford Plate um, horses sort of on their way to a, a Caulfield Guineas potentially. I'm with the Silent Jays here. I've gone with number eleven Fuhita San around that sort of six dollar mark. He was unsuited, twelve hundred first up Mooney Valley, um, first go on a heavy track, uh, much better place now. Second up, fourteen hundred. Big Flemington trapping on a on a better better surface as well. Uh, he can settle closer up in trip, and the winkers go on. So I've got him in, and the three Tijuana uh, Caulfield. He just jumped in the air at the start, uh, was well back, weaved a passage, then savaged the line behind Jacano. That looks the good form to me. Uh, best work through the line after such a big exertion was really impressive. And if that hasn't flattened him, he looks really well suited at 1,400 Flemington. So I'm just going to go with those two, 11 for Hedison and 3 Tijuana. Yeah, Shiraco, race nine, third leg of the quaddy. This is where my best bet of the day is Shades of Rose. Uh, Matty, I'll talk more about it, of course, soon. But um, very impressive four-year-old man with Buell Baker. Yeah, can it keep winning? Toughest toughest test. Um, $3 favourite, which not too surprising considering... Uh, how much it loves Rose Hill and its racing pattern. And um, uh, the horse um, will handle the heavy tractor if it gets heavy. Um, have to have it in my numbers, $3. What, Espiona, $3.40. What are we going to see? Um, is the horse a star or just a Group 2 horse? We'll find out this prep. Um, so I have to put them in. Um, and the Mar Eustace horse, Bella Nipitona, um, $7.50. If you're going to throw a knockout chance, if it does get wet, at $34, sneaky page might be one at odds. So for the third leg, I'll go 2 6 10 13. Okay. And the final leg of the quality, of course, is the Rose Hill Bowling Club handicap. It's a benchmark 78, race 10. If Chris Waller doesn't win this race, I'll give it away. Um, he should be winning. I reckon what I just think one of his outsiders might win, though. Um, Arnold, $2.80 favourite. Waterford, $3.80 second favourite. And Gracie Styler, $10 third on the third line of betting. 
they're all going to be very hard to knock off and they're all in my numbers, but I just want to have something on pretty amazing at $21 in that race, hoping that they can come from off the speed. From She's got a wide gate barrier 16. Um, I think this horse might be, well, we know the horse is good, but um, just tape it off a bit last prep. Hopefully for a nice fresh run, we'll see. But those those numbers in the last leg for me are going to be 14, 15, 16, 17. Okie dokie. All right. Up next, it's our best bet of the day. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osher Group online at theoshergroup.com. Brad, what do you think, mate, for your best bet of the day? Yeah, I'm going with one that we discussed in the treble legs in the Group 2 Let's Lope Stakes, Race 7, Number five, kiss on all four cheeks. She has an excellent second up record. Uh, she improved her rating first up to second up in every preparation. And her second up win over this track and distance last prep was a new career peak. Mark Zara just needs to overcome the wide gate. Uh, but I'm anticipating he's positive and tries to slot in you know, two or three wide forward of midfield. I had her pegged as a legitimate threat in a race like the Group 1 Rupert Clark Stakes second up when she was heading that way. Uh, but they probably pulled the right rein here under the set weights and penalties conditions at Group 2 level against her own sex. She just gets in so well with her rating. She's only two kilos above the minimum weight. So I think she just needs a little bit of luck in running and she'll be winning. So for me, it's race seven, number five, kiss on all four cheeks. I just mentioned this race nine, Rose Hill Gardens, soft five at the moment. It could, you know, it, look, the track could deteriorate, but it's not going to hurt Shades of Rose. She's proven on uh, soft ground. One, three in a row, very impressive four-year-old mare, $3 with blue bet. She is my bet of the day, Matt. Um, my bet of the day is coming in race six at Rose Hill. I promise to the listeners this week it's a bit longer than odds on. $5 conqueror um, in the Ming Dynasty. I'm very frightened of the stable, mate. Osipenko in that race, by the way, $6.50. It trialed better than anything, I think, going around. I think them two should be fighting out favouritism and not Zoo Tiger and Golden Mile. Um, so on the third and fourth line of betting, I think they're the good value. But I think Conqueror, Barrier 3, $5. That's my bet of the day. All right, Conqueror. That's it for What I'm Backing and Why. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Blue Bet, the Holy Own Aussie Bookie. Absolutely. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Matt. Hopefully we've found a couple of winners in there somewhere. Have a good one and we'll see you next week. See you, guys. Good luck, guys. Building Resilience Podcast. They play in different arenas, but sports and business have massive similarities. Elite athletes and top business leaders flourish through the physical and psychological demands their high-stress careers place on them. The Building Resilience podcast explores the world of sport and deconstructs the tools and ethos of world-class athletes that can help us create growth and optimize business and life. Come find the Building Resilience podcast on your favorite podcast app.